0: Greetings family, this is Delisha Artis and I am your host of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. The Wealthy Crown is where we empower believers and kingdom entrepreneurs on how to become better financial stewards by applying both godly wisdom as well as practical money strategies. So get ready to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance by the supernatural power of God and may your hands never lack what's in your heart to do for the kingdom of God. Hey family, welcome to this week's episode of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. As always, we are excited about your presence. Um, If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We greet you. Uh, We want you to go ahead and become a part of this community and family by making sure that you are following this podcast. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please, we encourage you to make sure you rate This podcast with a five-star rating, that is going to allow us to continue to reach people like you who are in need of encouragement and empowerment along their financial journey. Now, for this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you guys four scriptures that really help to eliminate my money struggles. You know, when I think about my financial journey, there were some specific areas That I struggled in that directly impacted my finances. And it wasn't until I began to renew my mind to God's word that I began to experience victory and freedom in the area of my finances. Why? Because I was thinking in line with God's word. I think it's so important as believers and kingdom entrepreneurs that we understand how important it is to have a foundation of the word of God that we set our finances upon. This is why I believe the Holy Spirit has given us this kingdom assignment to make sure that yes, we talk about finances. And yes, to talk about the practical money strategies, but we cannot forget the foundation of the word of God. And one may ask us, why don't you keep the two things separate? You know, why don't you talk about God and then you keep the money separate? Well, one reason I cannot do that because the results that you see in my life, the favor and the things that I have experienced as it relates to my finances are a direct reflection to the word of God and my relationship with Holy Spirit. That's the first reason. And the second reason is, when we set our finances on the word of God, then that gives God the opportunity to get involved. And when God gets involved in your finances, his power is released to get results for you that are beyond human effort, that are beyond your ability, right? If you look at Hebrews 4, you'll see Hebrews 4 and 13 declares, for the word of God is living and active, and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. This is why oftentimes I believe when I meet with potential clients and even clients, I often hear where I tried budgeting or money planning before, or I started this process before, but I ended back up in the same position. It's like they find themselves in that cycle, and I all too well know about that cycle, But what changed for me and what allowed me to move forward and to break through and really begin to experience success, it was the word of God. You must understand that the word of God is not just words on paper in a book. It is the power of God. And when you begin to operate your finances in your life in alignment with the word of God, guess what? You're releasing God's power in your life. I actually did a teaching last night on YouTube. I'll leave the link below in today's show notes so that you can go back and watch it. And I'm specifically talking about how God's word impacted my finances. It's so important that we do not leave out the word of God because when we do, we will not experience success. So one of the areas, you guys, that I begin to struggle in or struggle with at the beginning of my financial journey, was really moving forward. I was in such a place of shame and guilt and unforgiveness, not even knowing if God would forgive me and didn't even understand if I could forgive myself for even making financial decisions that would put me in such a rut. And so this scripture out of Psalms 118, 18 changed everything for me. And this one scripture broke off the spirit of shame and guilt and unforgiveness that allowed me to move forward in my finances. It was at the very beginning of my journey. It was after the divorce. I was back at work. My daughter was in daycare. And now the accumulation of bad financial decisions had come to a head. And so although I was back at work, I had so many financial obligations, so much mess that needed to be cleaned up. And it was a moment in my financial journey where I had to make a decision. If I was going to pay the student loan payment that was due or if I was gonna use that money towards gas and food so that me and my daughter could make it to my next pay period. And I remember going out to my car on my lunch break and I did that a lot during the season, a very, very hard season and i remember just crying 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 because i was tired of the cycle yes i was working yes the money was coming in but it seems like as soon as the money came in it had to go right back out to either sustain us or pay off something from the past so i remember crying 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 because in that moment i knew i was going to make a hard decision and that hard decision was to not make that student loan payment or otherwise i had no plan b If I paid the student loan payment, me and my daughter would have been without. And as I began to stop crying and wailing, (laughs) I remember wiping my eyes because I knew the decision I had to make. And, of course, I was terrified because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if they were going to call my job. I didn't know if they were going to call and say, you know, take my daughter. I mean, you're thinking all these type of things because you have no knowledge you have no knowledge, so you're full of fear. And immediately, my eyes read the scripture. And I'm going to read it here. And in Psalms 118, 18, and it says, The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over unto death. Hosea 4 and 6 declares that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And unfortunately, you guys, this scripture really reflected my life. For so many years. I mean, I was literally held captive because of my finances. Until one day, Holy Spirit revealed to me that my financial lack was not a reflection of his supply. It was simply a reflection of my lack of wisdom. This is why we are so passionate about empowering believers and kingdom entrepreneurs as it relates to their financial knowledge. So we're going to host every month a virtual financial workshop called How to honor God with your finances. Now, in this three-hour virtual workshop, we're going to be dealing with money mindset, how to develop your money mindset and the importance of having one. We're also going to deal with the spiritual principle of honor, putting God first. How do you do that practically? And what are the benefits of doing so? And lastly, we're going to be teaching every attendee how to create their very own money plan. I'm asked that all the time. How do I get better at managing my finances? So we want to invite you to join us if you are ready to go to the next level in your finances. We want you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pen and paper and join us. Each attendee will get access to a um, workbook as well as money plan worksheets and a debt payoff worksheet. So go ahead, click the link in today's show notes and join us for this month's session. When I read that scripture, you guys, I bawled my eyes out <laughs> even more because even in that hard moment, even though I knew that I was getting ready to enter a season of correction, the Bible says that he correct those that he loves. And so I knew the decision I was making in that moment that I wasn't going to get away from it, that I was going to have to clean that mess up. But even in the midst, God was letting me know that, yes, I have to correct you, but you must know that I'm not going to leave you in this. That, yes, I have to correct you, but I'm not going to turn you over to death. I'm not going to separate myself from you. I'm not going to take away my love and my grace from you, even in this moment of this decision. And that one moment alone, through the word of God, it allowed me to experience a certain level of freedom and shame was now removed from my life and guilt. And I was able to receive God's forgiveness. Because when you don't have God's forgiveness, and where you're not able to forgive yourself, guess what? You're not able to move forward. The next scripture that helped me to really eliminate an area of money struggle for me was Philippians 2.13. Philippians 2.13, and it says, For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work, that is strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose. This one scripture Eliminated the struggle for me of not being disciplined, of not sticking to a money plan, of not keeping my word to myself. This scripture alone let me know that my desire to become a better financial steward was a desire that came from God. But not only did I have the longing to become a better financial steward, that the Holy Spirit would also give me the ability to fulfill that purpose. and allowed me to now focus my dependency on Holy Spirit. That this desire to become better with my money was something that he imparted into my spirit. And that not only did I have the desire, but he had also released the ability and will continue to do so. As long as I stay committed to the journey, that he would empower me to become successful. Many of us struggle with being consistent, with being faithful. And it's my goal on today to show you these foundational scriptures that allow me to walk in freedom. That not only did God give it to me, but he was going to fulfill it and give me the ability to walk it out. The next scripture that really helped me was Luke 6 and 38. We know this very familiar scripture that says, Give, and it will be given unto you. They will pour into your lap a good measure. Press down, shake it together, and run it over with no space left for more. For with the standard of measurement you use, when you do good to others, it will be measured to you in return. When I first started my financial journey, and you're looking at all of the numbers, and you're looking at all of the debt, fear can stop you from wanting to move forward because you're trying to figure out how everything is going to get taken care of. And I'm looking at what needs to be taken care of. How am I going to get this additional income? Well, this scripture out of Luke 6 and 38 lets me know that God was the one that was going to provide the increase as long as I was obedient with what I had. See, I understand from the scripture that after I returned the tithes, It was so important to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit so that when he told me to give and to sow that I was obedient to him because on the other side was going to bring increase in my life that was going to help me clean up the mess that I had made unintentionally. 1 Corinthians 3 and 6 says there's one man that plants, one man waters, but God gives the increase. So yes, God is going to give me the increase, but I had to make sure that I was in alignment by doing the planting and the watering of what was planted. So that way I was in the right position to receive my increase. And that increase was going to help me to eliminate and gain the additional income that I needed to take care of those debts, to start my savings account, to begin to invest, And to begin to give and to sow into others. So this scripture opened up my eyes. And to let me know no matter what I was looking at on paper. As long as I was obedient to Holy Spirit. That my increase was on the other side. And the last one on today. Again these are scriptures. These are foundational words. That allowed me to break through. And destroy the money struggles. The things that were keeping me from experiencing God's financial best. This one is Proverbs 22 and one, and it says, and favor is better than silver and gold. This scripture alone, it allowed me to place more weight and more value on God's favor than it did on the money in my bank account. Why is that important? So that means when the Holy Spirit prompted me to give and to sow and to make a financial commitment for the kingdom of God, that I didn't have to worry about the money that was leaving my bank account because God's favor was going to make up the difference. So I was willing to part with the money, although in myself, I needed it on paper to take care of the debts. I had to trust that through the scripture, God's favor was going to show up on my behalf. Favor is a benefit that you receive in your life when you honor God with your finances. So this is why I want you today to download our free ebook, 10 Steps to Honoring God with Your Finances. Because once you begin to take those 10 steps, you're gonna see an increase of God's favor in your life. When I was in that 600 square foot apartment for 28 months, I wanna let you know that every dollar and every dime was either used to go to a financial goal, of paying off debt, of saving, of giving, taking care of me and my daughter on a day-to-day basis. Outside of that, I didn't have the additional funds to buy the diapers and to get the clothes that she needed through the change of seasons. But guess what? Because I was committed to honoring God and putting him first in my finances, there were many people along my financial journey that God used to provide those things by his favor. I cannot tell you the number of times that people walked up to me in our ministry and said, Delisha, we thought about your daughter. We have these dresses here. Do you think she could fit those? Or the amount of times that people just walked up to me randomly and said, God told me to put the seed in your hand. I'll never forget. It was a Sunday. I was serving in ministry in our product store and a man of God walked up to me and said, listen, I received the seed in my hand today from a young lady. And immediately when I received the seed, the Holy Spirit told me to sow it into your life. And when he released that seed into my hand, I had a need that day. I needed diapers for my daughter. And it wasn't that I didn't have the money because I was doing other things with my finances. No, I was committed to the journey of cleaning up my debts and becoming a better financial steward. But because I was honoring God by eliminating the debt, I was honoring God by having that intentional money plan. I was honoring God through the tithe and giving and sowing when he told me to do so, his favor showed up in my life to meet those needs. It is my prayer through today's podcast that you will understand the value of the word of God. And that when you apply the word of God to your finances, it's gonna release a level of power accountability, breakthrough, and financial success that you will never experience outside of his word, outside of his truth. So again on today, I want you to make sure that you download that free ebook, 10 Steps to Honoring God with your finances today. And then I also want you to meditate on these scriptures and allow them to lead in God your life. So maybe you're stuck with forgiving yourself. Maybe you're stuck at moving forward. Maybe you feel ashamed. Maybe you feel like you can't be committed to a money plan. Maybe you don't have any financial confidence in yourself to do what you say you're going to do. Maybe you're struggling with moving forward because you're looking at what you're bringing in and what you have to pay. Or maybe you're struggling with the fact of, I don't know if I could give this like the Holy Spirit is prompting me to do because I don't know how this need is going to be met. You must understand that you are forgiven. That God's power is going to operate through you to get it done. That God is going to provide the increase. And he's also going to release the favor to meet the need. We love you guys. I pray this encourage you. Make sure you share. Comment below and let us know which scripture really resonated with you. We love you and we look forward to connecting again with you again next week. Good morning, Minister Delisha. Just wanted to share an update. I pay down another $4,500 in debt. I have continued to practice what I've learned during my sessions with the Wealthy Crown of writing down how I will spend my paycheck a month in advance with returning the tithe first on the top of my list. I am feeling so good about where I am. I look at my debt on paper and no longer feel like I'm drowning in it. I thank God and declare that I am not a slave to the lender, that I'm living in abundance, that I am debt free in 2023, and I am blessed to be a blessing in Jesus name. Amen. So just sending this update to again say thank you for blessing me with wisdom and knowledge through God that I didn't have We recently received this testimonial from one of our clients, and they have officially, as of now, paid off over $8,000 in debt. But let me tell you, the beautiful thing about this process is that it has been exactly four months since we met with them one-on-one. This is key because it reveals not only do they have the knowledge, but they understand how to apply what they've learned to continue to experience God's hand in their finances outside of us. This is why we have created the Wealthy Crown Academy, which is our eight week financial boot camp for believers and kingdom entrepreneurs. On the inside of the Wealthy Crown Academy is not only where you gain the financial knowledge for the kingdom of God, but you also have access to accountability and strategy in working with us one-on-one. We look forward to working with 12 of God's people for this cohort of the Wealthy Crown Academy. Doors officially open on March 1st. So click the link in today's show notes to join the wait list and you'll be one of the first to know once the doors officially open on March 1st. We are so excited and we look forward to serving you on the inside of the Wealthy Crown Academy.